0: Welcome to another, another episode of Real Debate Recap, the uh, podcast where we take apart the democratic debates um, in this year of our Lord, 2020, the year of another presidential election. Joining me today is uh, Michael and my buddy, Chris. And uh, we watched the debate last night. It was a good time. Uh, Chris was live tweeting. I was typing up a storm and yelling at everyone for talking. And Michael was uh, making beautiful pictures. It was was a good time. You should uh, definitely follow us on Twitter if you want to see some uh, funny shit. Uh, That's at at real underscore election. Um, So. It was an interesting debate last night. Um, We just came off of the Iowa caucus disaster of 2020, (laughs) is probably what it's called. (laughs) Um, If you don't know much about that, basically the Iowa DNC really screwed up, uh, both technologically and possibly some counting errors, and really exposed a lot of the kind of shitty... Uh, organization that they have <laughs> um, so so there was not a lot of talk about it but a little talk about it um, people kind of seemed like all the candidates wanted to get past it just because like, it was pretty inconclusive um, there was some really horrible news coverage <laughs> um, like last night it was like ABC, for whatever reason, is like, let's sit Chris Christie next to Rahm Emanuel and like watch how pissed they are at each other when they talk. (laughs) Um, I guess in a way it's entertaining, but uh, whatever. Um, I read some articles today to just to kind of, I think it's, I think it's so much a better idea to just fucking wait to release this shit and like take your time to do it right because they miss so much. I'll get into it later, but they like, again, they were just like, they kind of ripped apart Biden and said, you know, oh, I can't find the article. Of course I can't. Uh, they said Biden kind of, uh, yeah, Biden kind of conceded New Hampshire, but he's going to, and he's going to do this, they're going to do this. And they totally ignore some actual, like, good takes where he showed that he was the expert on a subject, um, to answer one of the questions and nobody could say anything cause he knew best. Hmm. We'll get into that later. But, um, I thought that was interesting. I, th- I think what we're doing is maybe a little bit better. And I've, I've worked in, I've worked like political events before for my job. I won't say what I do, but, um, I've seen these people from like associated press and like, I've seen reporters sitting there in a fucking hallway with their laptop plugged in, sitting on the floor, typing fucking madly, and they look like they're about to put a gun to their head. <laughs> um, I don't think you get good... Yeah. Like the, rest, just, like, like the rest of the populace. Yeah, I just don't think you get good journalists, journalism that way, but... Um, what else did I see this morning? I saw. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, what's with the hashtag Pete copies Yang? I know. I know he kind of did that, but I didn't know specifically, and I couldn't find specifically what they were talking I, about. Yeah, I couldn't Do find you guys anything know specifically. That either?
1: No, I I did remember one time during the debate where after Yang said something, Pete basically said the same thing, but I didn't really sure. like. Didn't I? Don't know. Phase me, or I didn't think it was that weird because a lot of their talking points can be similar on certain things.
0: Yeah, I didn't catch, um, I didn't catch that at all. But um, all that guess I guess maybe when we go into it a little bit, we'll kind of figure it out.
2: All that I know is that there's a show called Fresh Off the Boat now, and that seems like it was a <laughs> yeah. fantastic, uh almost retail <laughs> happened to yeah. Yang. It's like, oh, I, I have this great idea. Silence. And then, of course, the white lady says the same idea, and they all stand up in <laughs> roaring applause. Yeah.
0: Um, I've seen... Like, are, are, yeah. you f-
2: are you fucking kidding me? <laughs>
0: yeah. I've seen that happen before. Not with, like, a race thing, but in a business meeting, it's fun. <laughs> um, so we can kind of get into it right there. Um, just so you guys know, our... Structure for this is I kind, we kind of just recap the debate. What are some major takeaways that we noticed in the debate just from our notes? Um, and then we go through what are some like good takes that the candidates had? What are some awesome things that they said or something they said that was um, better than their campaign has been maybe <laughs> in some cases? And then we also go through some bad takes where we're going to kind of rip them apart a little bit. Um, and there's a lot of that. Uh, this time I thought, um, it, there was some, it was okay. I, I a lot of, a lot of the candidates just towed their, towed their line. It seemed like after the Iowa thing, it's like, everybody's just trying to stick in their corner. Um, like a couple candidates were going a little more on the attack, um, for good or for bad. I mean, I saw a lot of things that was like Klobuchar went on the attack and it's like, did she really though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh no. Uh, Big no. Not really.
0: It was kind of weak. She didn't a really like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was she was just like, "Well, I have so much experience and Trump is really mean."
1: Yeah, the great the great divider won't divide us. Quit making up catchphrases. I don't give a shit. I didn't walk away. Th- she
0: looks so she looks like she thinks she's so fucking clever when she does that, too. It's really yeah. fun.
1: It's off-putting.
0: Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't strike me as a genius.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, how are you? Oh yeah, uh, orange man bad.
0: Oh. Um a couple of standouts on the debate. I know we ran a poll. Everybody seemed like the two winners kind of we had was uh Bernie and Yang and I totally agree on that. I think uh Bernie Bernie stuck to his script, but he's he's so consistent and he said a couple things that are going to prove him to be kind of to catch a lot of independence in the independence corner and then uh uh yang did really freaking good he had a, a couple of really good points he had my best take of the evening so uh chris what you got
2: he uh also with such a sa- strong performance that he had he also statistically had the least amount of time by a bunch <laughs> <laughs> oh yang ta- yeah he talked for maybe yep. eight minutes and he still had one of the stronger showing. So credit to that guy.
0: Yeah. You got a lot of love. Well, as much love as our attorney, <laughs> <laughs> as, as much attention as we could possibly get with that hashtag, let Yang speak action. There was a lot of, a lot of noise on that, on that hashtag, which is kind of true, but he had, th- what he was talking about was all zingers. Um, and he kind of went off the universal income thing. He hit it. Yeah. He definitely hit it. But now he's just talking along like, wouldn't it be really cool if everyone had $1,000 a month? And then pointed out, like, how good would it be for um, underserved communities like African-Americans? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty I,
1: interesting. Uh, I like Yang overall, and I like how he's very concise in his answers. Like, yeah. most people kind of, like, have long-winded ways they ramble around the question and then may or may not answer it. Yeah, It seems like he generally answers it and then always has, like, a end like you can tell he's about to end and be done and not try to keep going on forever yeah he's like he doesn't have as much of a
0: script to stick to but he's like really good at answering that question i Mm -hmm. i thought he did really it definitely
2: wasn't as painful this go around with everyone jumping in front of each other it still happened because it's always gonna happen but this felt like it was a lot smoother (laughs) it
0: did it did and part of that was due to the horrible
1: moderation (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think it was superb <laughs> by any stretch.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were just really bad at asking questions. And then they didn't. For us, they didn't do a lower third with the freaking questions. So yeah, it was really hard. I was to gonna keep write down the like questions, but no, what the subject was. And I feel like the candidates kind of struggled too. Well, it doesn't um, help. When a couple when times where like Biden was like,
1: "What'd you say? What, and, what you know? <laughs> was like, what was that <laughs> flapjack? It does question." <laughs> It doesn't help when, especially one of the anchors, I think it was George, said, okay, I want you to answer that question, but after you answer that question, also answer this question. Okay, go. Yeah, and like,
0: I, I think they asked Bernie, and he was like visibly confused. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. which one do you want me to answer? <laughs> yeah. There was there was a lot of that. It was uh, not ideal. Um, what's some other cool takeaways I had? Uh I thought uh the candidates again had uh, were really weak on foreign policy and I'm I'm just really tired about hearing about how NATO is so great and our situation in the Middle East is bad but then like nobody really understands the complexities of of uh, American diplomacy I don't think any of the candidates really have strong footing there um, with a couple with an exception of a couple of comments which I'll talk about later um, I thought Biden had a stronger performance um, than in past debates. and He was louder. He was louder. And people uh, like news, media, whatever, c- would completely disagree with me on that because all they were doing was ripping on Biden. And I totally disagree. Um, he had a strong performance. Uh, he demonstrated... A concise and intimate knowledge of um, the judicial branch of government, which showed he had a lot of experience with that. And that's really important. And he said a couple of things that were okay on foreign policy and a couple of things that were really bad on foreign policy, but, um, he did, he said a couple of good things. Bernie got attacked really hard cause he's kind of in the lead again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they came on him pretty hard on healthcare. Um, again, there was the cost of healthcare thing, which drives me nuts. Um, I, I'd, I'd still really like to hear him expand on it, but I understand why he doesn't want to turn people off with the talk of like radical revolution. Yeah. Um, but at some point it's going to come out. So And it might
1: already be, I haven't looked, I just haven't looked into it either, but I, mm-hmm. I would bet there's, you can find a plan for it or maybe not. I yeah. don't know. But
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Oh, hold on. I'm going to say the same thing that I said last time. Um, she she got a lot more speaking time, was a lot stronger on stuff, but nothing nothing was memorable. She, she talked about her experience as a senator like, okay, she talked about that a little more in depth, that's great. Um, but she still toes this line that we need to return to the way things were. Nobody wants things the way they were. It wasn't good for anyone. Uh, that pragmatic view doesn't seem like a winning strategy um and her continual focus on Trump being mean is just useless. So what do you got to say Chris? And he's rare and
2: to go. Just let him buck. And and also I'll say the same thing that I did last time. It's almost like when we were watching it just as uh, normal viewers were just like, "Oh, Klobuchar's talking. We can dick around. We don't have to stop what we're doing." <laughs> like we yeah we know what she's gonna say already mm-hmm.
0: that's like it's pretty sad like it was noticeable we shut the hell up when yang was speaking for yep. you know mm-hmm. surprisingly like i was surprised by that we wanted to hear what he had to say
2: mm-hmm. um and same for bernie as usual but i was looking down at my phone and popped up and we were still talking i said everybody shut up yang's talking <laughs> Yang, Yang, yang 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 yang
0: <laughs> yang yang <laughs> oh god Ah, if only he wasn't so smart sometimes. (laughs) Um, Buttigieg had not the best performance. He just sounded like the moderate candidate all of a sudden. Um, He avoided a lot of... I wouldn't say all of a
1: sudden, but...
0: Well, yeah, but more so he sounded like he was in the lead all of a
1: sudden like he wasn't as attacky on stuff and he because really he feels a like he, topics he, because he said he won he said he won before anyone knew any results so of course he thinks he's in the lead yeah and everyone ran with it so it bolstered his thing he's like well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say whatever i want now and people are gonna eat this shit up he's going with the
2: like if i say it enough it'll just be that way mm-hmm. maybe i don't if i'm not yeah. mistaken I don't the know. same type of thing happened with the rnc a while ago and i think it was rick santorum it got announced like weeks and weeks late that he actually won whatever town hall caucus and he liked mm. that too not that i mm-hmm. not that i give a shit about rick santorum but oh, really? it really looks like it's kind of a common thing <laughs> right
0: yeah um I, it is because, like, if you say it to people, like, people want to vote for the winning team. Just it's a tribalist thing. It's just so I think that's a strategy, and that's probably the strategy he's sticking to. And uh, congratulations, Mayor, former, former Mayor Pete, <laughs> former Mayor Pete, uh, Tom Stayer, who. <laughs> Yeah, I know who he. Every time they took a break, he went over and apologized to the person that he was attacking. <laughs> I'm turning on that.
2: <laughs> he's you, you such had a that nice take guy. last night. He, oh, of course, my
0: he's a very nice guy. What? That his wife looks like Willem Dafoe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that that too. Hey now, but on how on how nice he looks, and uh, after. I've, my brain just went straight to oh, billionaire but then i started thinking i was like god he does look like a nice guy yeah he does like, especially especially with that phone call i don't remember who that was that i sent to you but somebody got a like phone interview with him and he's just like yeah okay dude <laughs> he just seems like the chillest guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seems like a very nice guy. And like
0: I said last night, you can be nice without being charitable because charity does not equate to niceness. <laughs> um, but uh, for what it, for whatever, I mean, I'm sure he's nice to have a conversation with. Um, but anyways, he seemed super stuck on this idea that everyone agrees on everything, but we have to beat Donald Trump. <laughs> I wanted to scream... I wanted to scream every time he said that, because it's like, you're just interrupting the debate here. Like, there's serious ideological differences on the stage that need to be addressed, and he's sitting there like, we all agree on this stuff, let's... Let's be Donald Trump. What I want to hear is what that billionaire wants to do for the poor because he clearly demonstrated he had no concrete understanding of African-American culture or the problems affecting people (laughs) of color or, like, those communities. He has no fucking idea what's going on in the world. Did you
1: notice when he interrupted Andrew Yang, a person of color, to talk about (laughs) why he knew more about places of people with color? I did catch that. I was gonna. F- I was so pissed off. I was like, be, "Shut be your quiet. fucking mouth! Be quiet, Mister Yang! I want to talk about reparations."
0: <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So it's just another rich white guy thinking that he knows better <laughs> when he hasn't spent time doing that. He did point out that there's some charitable stuff he does with his <laughs> wife, which is awesome, and he should keep doing that. And he should not run for president. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dump more money into a different impeachment fund. I don't care. Spend your money, whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm all for him spending his time
0: doing charity. <laughs> all right, uh, do you guys want the good news or the bad news? Good takes or the bad takes? What do we want? What do you want first?
1: I want good I know, takes because they're first. both. You, you want good I takes? Want, oh, that's so. I want whatever uh, makes Michael happy. Well, so we can end with the bad ones. Yeah for now
0: okay so then we'll do good takes Mm, thank you I want Michael to be happy too because yeah because he's cute he's a cute little guy Um, I'm gonna start with the best takes of the evening the best take of the evening was Andrew Yang for sure the dude fucking rocked it we were like holy shit Uh,
1: because he said literally what we just said like five (laughs) minutes prior and he said it out loud like fuck yeah it
0: was fucking Buttigieg, wasn't it? Buttigieg I think so. was like he was saying something about Donald Trump, this and Donald Trump that, and then Yang was like, "No, Donald Trump is not the root of all of our problems. The problems occur in the heart of our communities. Our uh, these people's way of life is disappearing. People are seeing their communities erode. Uh, corporations like Amazon paying zero in taxes, like this, 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 like that's not the problem." He's like. Uh, probably a cause of the problem contributing factor or an effect of the problem but he's not yeah he's a contributing factor sure but he's not the root cause so that was a huge fucking thing to say and
2: good on him I do also that. remember so to kind of to the contrary of what you just said cause I'm right you're wrong <laughs> Thank you. I remember f- <laughs> like three years ago when we all lived in a golden big golden palace and everything was fine and then mean orange man came along <laughs> so no the everyone's right we're all wrong Trump is big problem. talk about Trump mm. for three hours,
0: yep, exactly. that is uh that is what every other candidate said the whole night <laughs>
1: well, yeah, it's like what do you what do you expect? These problems haven't been occurring like they- you're here to <laughs> run against the president, you know, like, of course, you want him out. you wouldn't be here if that wasn't the case. Stop talking about it like
0: yeah, there
2: you
1: go. it's just it's so old like.
0: Obviously you're there to be Donald Trump. Jesus fucking hell. Come on. Yeah. Like that's obvious. I want to hear about how bad shit is and what you're going to do to fix it and I want you to tell me how you're going to do it and I want a PowerPoint presentation and a
2: fucking whiteboard. That's what I want. It's it's almost here here you go. A nice sports analogy for you, cuz I know how much you both love sports. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a backup quarterback coming in Let's go. and saying Oh, Let's I'd like it. this job. But no, the other guy's cool. Like, I'll, I won't make millions of dollars. Like, you just keep going <laughs> on the head. Yeah. Like, no shit you want his yeah. job.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you're going to fucking strive for it. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so this is going to be an unpopular opinion, and you guys might... I think you guys disagree with me a little bit, but I I don't know. Second best take of the evening goes to Joe... Joseph... Robinette Biden.
2: Robinette Bro!
0: Biden.
2: Boo! you! <laughs> <laughs> I got to give him
0: love. I have to give him love. Um, He showed he has a lot of experience with the court and he, they talked about abortion, which they haven't brought up in a lot of debates, which is really interesting. And they've kind of only glanced on it. They really only did glance on it, but they asked him directly. He, they asked him if he has a litmus test on abortion. Like I, I didn't really understand what they were going for with the wording there, but um, his answer was he does have a litmus test um, he said abortion basically has a fundamental value in the Constitution. Constitutionally, uh, women uh, women have a right to choose. And he said he said if you read it in a certain way, sure you can arrive at the at a different uh, conclusion. But like broadly in the Constitution, this is what it says. So he was very explicit on on the definition there. It wasn't a morality thing. It wasn't an it wasn't anything else. It wasn't, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to toe my supporters line. He said, this is constitutionally why. And I thought that was a good take.
2: It did. It did surprise me as well. It's cause almost when any when kind of, when Biden says anything, you kind of just get ready for some bullshit (laughs) (laughs) because that's all he seems to have done since he became a former vice president is he just says some dumb shit. Yeah. I was ready.
0: I was ready for cringe. I was ready for something horrible, and he totally shocked me. Uh, nobody else had anything to say. Nobody challenged
1: him on anything. They're like, uh, "Yep, he's right." Nobody else probably <laughs> wanted to talk about it if they didn't have to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, that's one of the issues where you don't want to. You know, it's, people have a very strong line in the sand.
0: Yeah, and like uh, Bernie was like, "I'm going to appoint justices who support this or who support abortion in Roe v. Wade." Mm. Um, Klobuchar said the same thing. They all said the same thing, and then, but then Biden sat there and said, "This is constitu this is not a constitutional issue. This is constitutionally what's happening." So mm. good on him for saying it. I gotta say,
1: I will say, I do get the other like uh, Bernie and Klobuchar's point, though, since it is a big thing that's going on right now, and the reason that it's being able to be. Uh, what do you call it? Contested in court mm-hmm. is because of all the judge appointments. So it's like that is
0: yeah. <laughs> it's it's a hundred percent a strategy. It's Biden's strategy too. It's everybody's strategy. That's a huge thing is to fill the appellate court and to fill whatever with your side's judges. That's just that's what the Republicans are doing right now. That's mm-hmm. been a huge goal for Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump. It's hard to find um, people that
1: like beer, and when you find someone who likes beer a lot, you get them in a judge seat. That's what I always say. If you like beer, like beer, if I walk around, I find someone who likes beer. They're getting in the seat. They're gonna say yes or no on crime, <laughs> on law, no matter what. If you like it. beer, no matter I guess you're stand, what. baby.
2: I love it. Well. What was that? You answered yes to the first question. You're the only in.
0: other good take I thought that somebody had on like the judicial system was Buttigieg because he did talk briefly about, uh, and he's the only one who really said it about reforming the justice system, the judicial system, um, changing the amount of justices um, and um, electing or appointing them in a nonpartisan way. Mm. Um, that's really interesting. Not a bad idea. It's it's good to get away from the politics of something and get back to like what the constitution says and how to interpret the constitution. And I think there's just kind of missing that right now. Yeah. I think it's a little more politicized than it maybe should be. So like, okay, that was a good take. Um, what's another one? Actually, Biden had another good one. Uh, he talked about, he was the only candidate Biden to- lover
1: four nine eight two over here.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Biden is my God. Six, two, four.
0: Yeah. That's my new Twitter account um at biden love 69420xx uh he was the only t- candidate to talk about gerrymandering um which is kind of an important thing um because if you don't know what gerrymandering is it's basically when you change the way districts voting districts are shaped so that basically your side can get more support in an election mm-hmm. And so that's how Republicans have won a lot of seats is by doing this when they've had the majority. And so like, it's an important thing because, uh, and, and he said it when, when they asked him if he had betrayed black voters and he's like, no, because I actually care about gerrymandering. Um, and he said specifically there were 70, 78 laws created to restrict people of color from voting, except he said black people, black <laughs> well, and <cool>. brown. Sure. <laughs> I typed. Maybe he said "persons of color," but I typed "POC." Yeah,
1: one time Steyl. it was quicker to one type. One time Steyer said "blacks," <laughs> and I was like, I'm "Not sure that's the that's the way you want to
0: say it." Uh, we've talked about how out of touch he is with stuff, and it's it's still a thing. Uh, what did? It, what else do I have? Oh, Bernie. Bernie had a really good take. Um, he had he had an answer that kind of had a little bit of conservative appeal, a little bit of that like independent libertarian appeal. Um, he talked about uh, conservatives uh, used to be concerned about civil liberties, um, such as like high prices on prescription drugs, and he said that there are ways to work with people when there's a common issue like that. Um, there's a little bit of weakness there because I think the Republicans will just oppose him because he's a democrat and a proclaimed socialist democratic socialist um because this was asked uh, it was asked to him about like bipartisanship and how is he going to get people to work together and he said well there are issues that we all agree on which is entirely true um but i think there's there's still that like tribalist shit going on um another good thing that bernie said uh they asked him if he would kill solomon and he said that uh, he said basically no. And he said that there are lots of bad actors in the world, and if you just kill them off, you open the door to inter- international anarchy. Better yet, to focus on strengthening diplomatic capabilities rather than military capabilities. And that's really the strongest response he's had on foreign policy because he really hasn't been strong in it and hasn't shown that he has a strong understanding of of that strategy and the way the world uh, works um, in a. In the office of the president, I mean, he would have advisors and stuff to help with that strategy. But it's good for him to be in control of it as well. But um, I I liked what I heard. I want to hear more
2: from him. Who said Uh, that they would do it? uh, But they do it better than he did. Killing Soleimani. I can't remember. Oh yeah, probably probably Biden or what? The man
1: (laughs) deserves to die. (laughs) How's it, Pete?
2: By my hand. Yeah,
1: I do remember. It was really funny. I think it was Pete, and I think it was basically like, well, no, 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 no. I, you know, I, 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 wouldn't know. I wouldn't know until we get there. But if you know, if we had to do that something, we get it done right, or I don't know. That's yeah. very bad paraphrasing. Oh yeah, it was Pete because I. Basically, it was Pete because I, I was <laughs> like, well, I mean, it depends on how much of a dog you look like. <laughs> <laughs> How, how weak and canine like he looked <laughs> mm. and Pete's let's ready for the that. kill
0: let's get to uh, <laughs> hashtag Pete kills dogs trending please <laughs>
2: tweeting it immediately you're in a live tweet robotic monster <laughs> you're in a live tweet right now <laughs> initiate uh, canine
1: boy. assassination <laughs> <laughs> no. canine
2: assassination is a go <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of foreign policy, Biden had another good response on foreign policy. No shit. I shit you not. He said, um, this one is really brief. He said basically his mistake with the, he admitted an mistake with the Iraq war and his mistake was trusting Bush. Um, he said NATO is literally crumbling, crumbling right now because of Donald Trump. And like, that's fairly important. It's good that he noticed that and brought it up and said that, you know he believes in the importance of NATO for you know you know globalism
2: <laughs> <laughs> for reasons of globalism, speaking of that's my best Alex Jones, speaking of foreign policy, I saw something I don't remember if I sent it to you folks or not, but Pete Buttigieg was interviewed I don't remember I think it was for the the New York and he was asked, uh, I think it was thirty six times. He uh, was asked a question he didn't answer 19 times, and the big crux of all those questions were about foreign policy. So he just refused to talk Ooh. about it to anybody in the press.
0: I didn't, yeah, I didn't notice that. Um, that's because he doesn't know shit.
2: Well, right. <laughs> it's almost like he went into the service after he graduated from an Ivy League school. Uh, that's just spitballing. you know, Maybe yeah. that didn't happen, but it definitely happened. Hey, he's a he's a hero.
1: If you've ever if you've ever walked in, or walked in Iraq, you're you're a hero. <laughs> Step foot, stepped off the yep. plane, got right yep. back on. American hero, Purple Heart. Pete dipped his toe in the sand and got a Purple Heart. Wow, so brave.
2: Oh my God, my hero.
0: Um, let's see. I I just have a couple more things to say um, uh, as far as good takes go. And first of all, notice how I haven't talked about Warren at all yet. <laughs> yep. Um, just kind of kind of weak. She just yeah. she just kind of like towed her line. Um, she she refused to. I think she's really trying to cling on to some of the conservative like uh, blue collar appeal. Um. And she really just stuck to that line. She didn't really have anything super memorable. Mm -mm. Um, She didn't want to fight Bernie, which was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, That's pretty much it. I really didn't. I I didn't. I I tried to highlight some of the important stuff in my notes here. I didn't. I didn't have anything for her.
2: I Um, thought of Michael right when this happened. Uh, They brought up her joke again that we acknowledged last time in the podcast. It wasn't funny about making so many, like, left turns that now we're going in circles. That was actually a question from one of the moderators. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah oh, really? I feel like she didn't understand, like, like I don't think she got it. You couldn't have dedicated that question to any other issue? No. You just talked about some fucking joke she made? Are you oh, out of yeah. your mind? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, to be fair, they were kind
1: of ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're bad at their job. And, you know. and, and that's a testament to that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. For example,
0: with Warren, she talked about the new NAFTA. Whereas the, it was brought up again, It's like the main. Everyone's like, let's pick on Bernie now. Let's talk about NAFTA because he didn't vote for it. So let's let's try to turn farmers against him. And she did toe the conservative line, and she said that uh, it works better for farmers, and she she would be happy to accept the deal right now as it is, and then tomorrow wake up and work on climate. You know. Um, so there was no real line in the sand for her there, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, good for her. I get, I get it. But um, she, didn't, she wasn't the standout candidate, and she's had a lot stronger performances. I think I had a lot for her on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But um, she agrees with Bernie on health care. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, and then the only other thing I was going to say... Uh, oh, 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 oh. I remember, um, so Bernie, actually, they, 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 they hit him on gun control and they're like, they're like, we're going to, we're going to get him on gun control, um, you know, and he's he said thirty years ago that they should ban assault weapons. Okay, so interesting. But then in the like the next breath, he said, American people should dictate gun policy, not the NRA. <laughs> um, and he said he comes from the rural state where there used to be no gun control and no issues with that. And he said, but he said, the world has changed, therefore my thoughts have changed. And then immediately after that, Biden said, uh Bernie voted to give gun manufacturers a loophole. Um, and he said he's gonna get rid of that using executive privilege, basically, is what he said. <laughs> Um uh, yep. so so Bernie gave this very uh democratic response where he said the people should dictate what should happen with this whether it should be you know he basically said I he sees no reason to get rid of guns entirely but he said that like there are certainly some issues and the American people need to figure out what to do um which is like hell yeah and then Biden was like I'm going to be a dictator <laughs> <laughs> About it, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, so definitely good take for there. Uh, we're in the part, my favorite part of the show, where I fucking rip these motherfuckers <laughs> apart. Yeah, you go off, King. Go off, King. Up, King. Get him. Uh, we're gonna start with fucking Biden. Poor Biden. <laughs> Get him, Biden. Poor Joseph <laughs> Biden. Joseph Robinette. Biden. Joseph. Bodied. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, so he talked about health care and then he's like, well, Bernie doesn't have a clue, but I have a clue and we're going to use a capital gains tax for health care, um, which is really interesting key, because a uh, capital gains tax uh, certainly affects the wealthy in a big way, but it affects a good amount of middle-class Americans who set aside money for their kids to go to college. Um, Which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, And, you know, it's kind of interesting because there may be a lot better types of taxes. Like, I don't know, maybe a 2% wealth tax on Americans making more than $10 million a year. Why
1: why would we do that? Those are the job creators. (laughs) You're trying to take away the job creators? How am I going to
0: have a job? You're going to take my gerb.
1: Well, the job creators will have 2% less money.
2: Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Dan, my gerb. How will I work without a
1: gerb? 2% won't kill you. Kings and the job creators take their money away. To how they're going to rule over us, Dan? Huh? Exactly. You didn't think about that, did
2: you, Lib? I <laughs> guilty. Lib <laughs> guilty is <as> charged. <laughs> uh... I do like. I do like that. That's almost been one of Sanders' talking points as how afraid he has billionaires. And how I think yeah. I think one clip he showed is I ever had a billionaire crying on Fox News because I'm going to take his money away. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see I that. That is and it is hilarious.
0: Yeah, and he's like he said, "I'm proud of it. <laughs> <He should be. laughs> I'm proud that I have billionaires who hate me." Yeah, uh, that's, that's they're awesome. going to cry, and I can't wait. <laughs> that's good. That's good times uh biden gets cringy moment number one and the only cringy moment maybe that i wrote down uh, uh when he said uh maybe you guys got more we'll save it for jokey time but uh when he said please clap for the imp- impeachment witness that was yeah, stand today. up everybody and he's like big. everybody stand up and give it uh, give it applause for this guy
2: oh yeah uh reported by this guy no reported by he real really underscore need- election uh, Joe Biden holds crowd uh, at gunpoint and makes them fucking applaud for this guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, you beat the onion to it. <laughs> huh. I love it. Yeah. You're the uh, you're an onion now. Hell yeah. He has many layers. I'm an onion now. And then uh, I think my last thing for Biden being ch- shitty, <laughs> uh, in the same breath that he had a good take on how we shouldn't have left the Kurds hanging or like, you know, just, just dropped them like it was hot. And then he basically said in the same breath that they, uh, like 10,000 of them died on our behalf. And that's the good strategy in this situation is, is other people dying on our behalf for
1: our policy. Is that what he was framing it as? That's how he phrased it. Mm -hmm. Framed Uh, it, not phrased it. Framed it.
0: Um, because I, didn't, ca- I didn't catch
1: that he was framing it as, this was good. <laughs> Probably not, but he kinda, it kind of seemed
0: that way. Gotcha. He, he said, like, 10,000 Kurds died over there, and we just abandoned them, <laughs> and, and like, okay, yeah, but he kind of said that, like, it's better that they died instead of us. He, he, it kind of sounded that way to me. I wrote it down that way. E. Rip me apart on Twitter, please. Please do um, it. And then he said uh, he was against nation building and uh, uh, he didn't believe, he was just like, we'll we'll go kick their ass and it's easy to do that. And I said, uh, I typed this, how do you combat terrorists who take off their suicide vests and hang it up on the hat rack without any sort of nation building if that's what you decide your policy is? Hmm. I mean, now the the Afghanistan's papers exist and there's clearly a really bad way to do it, which is the exact road that we chose. Yeah, Um, But like... It's not as simple as just, like, either we're going to shoot them all, or we're going to dump money into it. Like, that's not the right way to do it. So, it was kind of shitty. Bad, bad,
2: bad Biden. We're going to be the world police, or we're going to backdoor fund everything and still be the world police. Right. Pretty much. I love that world
1: police. You just have to call people terrorists, and you just do whatever you want. If you label them as a
0: terrorist, you get, uh, what would it be? Dejure rights to drone strike them
1: (laughs) yeah that's all you need
0: (laughs) anywhere in the world at any time
1: yeah my neighbor frank he's a terrorist and a drone strike his garage he's got a (laughs) better car than me fuck you frank
0: fuck you frank anywhere anytime three-day guaranteed (laughs) delivery just like eps
2: same day (laughs) same day (laughs) (laughs) so you smoke this motherfucker he said he, he said he makes ribs better than me. Nuke him.
0: Got fuck you, Frank, written on the missile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that he'll never see because he's dead.
0: Who's his fucking neighbor's name? Fairly odd parents. Dinkleberg. Dinkleberg. Got it. <laughs> That's what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's, let's uh, bomb Dinkleberg. Damn let's it. <laughs> yeah, no, drone Strike right. Dinkleberg. Dinkleberg. <laughs>
0: Um, Amy freaking Klobuchar had a terrible one. Um, she said that people are tired of Trump sending mean tweets.
1: He's being mean.
0: Like people.
1: No one likes mean boy.
0: Like people don't like how mean he is. That's like so obvious. <laughs> that doesn't answer any real questions facing Americans or make you more electable. That that you're a nicer person than him, which you are not, because she. Has been demonstrated that she's like abusive to her staff. Right. So oh, yeah. Those she's stuff coming clearly
2: out. not a nice person. Have you met a Min- Minnesotan mom before? Yeah. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> They're not very nice. The very her esque brand of people are not my favorite people <laughs> to work with. She
0: seems very Karen esque. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Tom Stair- Uh, What did he say? He said. Basically, everything boils down to beating Trump. Uh, The major issues affecting millions of Americans is not as important as how you can beat Trump. Beat Trump. Um, He said everyone on stage is talking about the same thing, which they're not. Beat Trump. Uh, People liked that for whatever reason. I definitely didn't hate, I don't hate the argument that, like, it's important that Trump is bad. Like, we all know it. Um, but the real problem is, like, the infrastructure, he's the the right-wing infrastructure, he's bolstering and creating, and the other problem is there's a lot of problems in our communities that need to be fixed that aren't being addressed, and yeah. he didn't talk about anything. Like, like Yang that. said, Talked about very nothing. concisely. Yes, like Yang said, very, very concisely, and Steyer had nothing to say about
1: it. Steyer fucking looked at Reddit once, <laughs> saw Orange Man bad. <laughs> And that's just his motto. He's like, you're, you're fucking what right. What does this say? Got it. He's like, that's that's how we get him. People don't like him, that's how we're going to Call gonna him, get him orange, too. That'll help, because no one knows that.
0: I'm pretty sure a lot of people, unfortunately, like him, but for whatever reason.
1: Mr. Trump. Yep. Yeah, I do like how he has that subtle dig where he doesn't call him President Trump. He just yeah, because he Mr. talks about, about Mr. Trump. Yeah.
2: It's funny. Doesn't acknowledge the entire election. <laughs> yeah.
0: That doesn't. Piss him off, I'm sure. judge um, was asked, you, you, you talked about this a little bit earlier, but uh, he was asked, would you strike Solomon? And then he said, he first said no. He said if like, he looks like a dog, he said <laughs> no. They're like, would you strike Solomon? And he said, no. Uh, and then explain <laughs> why it was a bad decision to make. And then he was asked again. Well, we're going to ask you again, just to be explicit. Would you do it? And he said, "Well, if the information was there, am I might, basically?" <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, if I had a few beers, <laughs> dog. And then he said, "This is on foreign policy again, and it's it's Buttigieg. Uh He said that the vice president made the wrong choice uh, about. I think it was the Iraq war or something like that. Um, He said, he said, it's not about dealing with the aftermath. It's about preventing um, anything. And it's like, dude, you are seriously fucking underestimating the complexities of foreign policy. You're not taking into account the fact that Syria is going to devolve into a fucking horrible civil war where they're, chemical attacking their own civilians backed by Russian entities like, like it's seriously complex like you, you need to be able to have answers for that other than well I'm going to prevent that
1: like, I'll, I'll do good not on my
0: watch. Yeah, he said that like it's it's basically as simple as like he'll take care of relations with
1: like Iran and shit Yeah, and whatever. Like, What's the You big have deal? to realize
0: that they have their own agenda and no, they have no, no, their no, own no, plan no. and you this have to figure trying. out like No no
1: no no. Get in there, free Palestine, fixed it, done. Whatever. <laughs> Just yeah, it's <laughs> easy. super easy peasy. super freaking easy.
0: <laughs> and he said he said that Vice President made the wrong choice with the Iraq war and actually Biden's defense on that was that uh, he said Obama charged him with getting all the troops out of Iraq. It's like, well, good for, good for you. Like you, you were a part of that process. That's that's uh, important not to ignore. So,
2: what do you got? I've been. What, you look like you're. I've been. I've been coming wait, out of the gate here. I've been waiting to do this uh, in homage to our buddy, your buddy, Joe Biden. Number one, free Palestine. Number two, free Takei. <laughs> what the fuck is a take? Eh? <laughs> Don't worry about it. What's, yeah. what's a crime if you got bars? Yeah, really. I guess Free I'm Bobby. So, so not connected. Back to life. you, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope if somebody listens to this at some point, they get that. Well, they will. And I hope they explain it to me because <laughs> I'll listen
2: to it and I'll tell you.
0: Uh, this is. I got. I got one more. I'm going to I'm going to rip apart Tom
1: Stare. Oh man, you're, just, you're so wild. You just keep uh, going uh, right uh, off. Get him. He said and this is a partial good take. Uh Really ripping guys. him apart, starting off strong. Jeez,
2: you're ruthless, I'm gonna man. I'm going to fuck this guy up. He said something <laughs> I love. Kind of nice. Kind of <laughs> a nice guy. His wife is a he gets nice these person. Days.
0: You kids these days have no patience. When 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 your when your father was a kid, he had to walk to school, with yeah.
1: shoes on. Is this you or Tom talking? Who's talking? Can I speak Probably to Tom? Tom? Can I speak to Tom? Is, is Bart is Perfect. Bart there? Is Bart here with us? Can, can I maybe speak to
2: Bart? As you were saying. Anyways. <laughs>
0: He said, "He said everyone wants in on the our market, the U.S. market. True. Uh, this is in response to NAFTA. He said uh, NAFTA is a huge positive change, but he wants to make them take make the world take climate change into account. And he said it's a problem with foreign policy." And he said, if we want to be leaders who want to be able to negotiate, we have to put climate first. And I'm like, okay, that's a decent take. But he took the wrong direction. It's like, dude, yes, we want to be at the lead of the global market, as that benefits everyone. But to say boldly that you can influence the entire world to adopt his his climate change policy is naive. The biggest contributor of carbon is uh, China, and they don't listen to us at all. Uh, what he could have said is that we have to start here at home by influencing both the national narrative and the corporate sphere by start starting to head in the right direction, being a leader globally in climate change. Maybe a good trade deal with China is something that would include uh, stuff that would make it easier and cheaper for them to import materials for renewable resources. I don't know as much as I should about energy, but like, or if they would even import stuff like that if they you know, if they have all the resources and just don't do it, but it's a start. It's like, if you want to be leaders, like there, there are other ways there, there are actual concrete ways to influence this stuff. Not just saying that you're going to stand up at the G8 and say, this is what we're going to do. Like, yes, that has a use, but there are other things you can do. And starting here at home is really important.
2: I wonder if when he started doing all this, like philanthropy and whatnot towards climate change, If that's when it clicked in his head, he's like, wait, if I run on this, I could be the fucking president. (laughs) If that's what (laughs) kickstarted him wanting to be president. It's like, I got this in the bag. I like green stuff, too. Yeah. (laughs) It really worked for Jansley. (laughs) It sure did. It
0: sure did (laughs) not. (laughs) Uh, That's... That's all I got. I didn't really rip him apart there. I hope I hope my take is really? accurate there. I hope my take Hold was <laughs> accurate there, though. Like I, it's just yeah. <laughs> Looking look, 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 <laughs> like a junkyard dog over here, <sighs> pull back on his chain. <laughs> yeah, i um, Yeah,
2: I don't know. I love you. Yeah, love you, big old Dano.
0: Thank you. Do I know better Foreman policy than the people running for president? Text yes or no to <laughs> at real <laughs> uh, <laughs> t- standard
2: rates may apply.
0: I don't know if I do. I might be fucking I might be fucking gonzo in my mind here, but I just like I'm just looking at this shit like, come on, you're fucking missing the point, bud. Mm-hmm uh i understand it's really complex the whole like diplomatic infrastructure that the united states has with every country in the world is like insane and like nobody has a clue like really what's going on um but come on you guys can all do better a lot better maybe they (laughs) can't maybe they can't i don't know and then like climate change climate change too it's like fuck it's, 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 uh, well, we need to stop climate change. And it's like, well, how? How do you do that? Because there's, there's a fucking infrastructure that is not supportive of, of sustainable energy
1: so what are you going to do specifically that's going to change that well i've heard some people talk about it and it's things that make sense like okay you do transitionary periods so you take the, right you take the infrastructure we have and you say well we're going to wind this down and we're not just going to leave you out to dry when you wind yep. it down we're going to like have programs in place to help all these things transition it's like, yeah. Absolutely. Just do and stuff
0: the like energy that. industry is a thousand percent in support of stuff like that because it benefits them too. Still and gonna make money. Like there's a bunch of stuff like that. The Green New Deal, that's a solution that'd work. It'd be painful for people, but it would work. I mean there's there's solutions I out there. Have talk
2: about a better that. Idea. don't just say this shit. How about we all take fewer showers? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I wonder how many people could shower a month for the amount of sprinklers used every day in Beverly Hills to water
2: their lawn. I wonder how many people I could fit in my shower at one time. I wonder time. how many people could lay on top of me in my bath until I died. Quite a few. Bro, I got... Ten? Bro, I got
1: big bones. <laughs> yeah, what's what's my bone crushing uh, strength? <laughs> I could just figure it out by weight. <laughs> I got a,
0: I got a big fridge. We could find out real fast. Uh, you got, you guys got any fucking funny stuff that happened? I didn't really, Mm. I didn't laugh that
1: much. No, (laughs) I wasn't. You weren't being
0: funny. Like, I wanted to be left like jaw dropped, like what the fuck just happened, like last time. But um, I don't know if you guys got it. Mister
2: Michael had a plan for future presidents that if he remembers it, I would love to hear him recap. Oh, yeah, I'll try to make
1: it <laughs> concise if I word it wrong. My plan for future presidents is if we want to curb curb people from wanting the presidency too much, wanting the power that we let them have, you don't change any executive powers, you don't do any of that. So what you do is is if you become president for four years, so you do it and you don't you don't win reelection. So you've been president for four years, and after, so you're done, 15 years pass, you're publicly executed. <laughs> you get, you get, if you've been in office for four years, you get 15 more you can live, and then you have to die in public, live. And if you run and you win two, so you get eight years in office, you only get 10 years after that. And then you're just done, done. No way to escape it. Brilliant. No way to escape. So Brilliant. if you're going to be president, you have to be okay with dying. You
0: have to want it so
1: bad that you know you're going to be And we dead. have to make sure the first person is like... Be gruesome. It's bad. Like, I'm, like it's going to be a bad execution. Like, hey, this is real. Remember you're this. are just going to make sure they botch it or what? Well, I don't want them to botch it because I don't want the person to suffer necessarily, but... Unless oh, they did sure. a really bad job,
2: but... <laughs> what you will successfully do is turn the president of the United States into the ultimate martyr. <laughs> yeah. Look at all the, look at all the great things they did and now they're dead and they can get remembered for that. And then they don't have a yeah. chance to fuck the dog. It's, it's kind of like growing up with Rudy Giuliani. Like we did like, Oh, he was the mayor of New York during nine 11 and all like, I didn't know anything about him. And mm-hmm. now we grow up and we're like, wait, this guy's a shit bag. That old <laughs> that old ghoul is
1: still alive. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? How is how is his skin still connected to his? And why bone? is he smiling like that? He kind of looks a little gooly. Yeah, are those his actual <laughs> teeth, or what is that? I I think it's uh, lumber. Yeah, he's got like a tree strip <laughs> in his wood. Ball.
0: Yeah, good man, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know. That's I didn't have anything else. Yeah. Um,
2: are we done with this this crap? I think
0: we're, I think we're good.
2: There's one more thing we you talked about someone not laughing, and I have never been more proud in my life with how loud I oh. got Michael to oh, laugh. Oh, I was cried with a excuse me with a certain tweet. I laughed. I do have to find it. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it was a quote. Uh, Bernie Sanders. For the drug companies, it's on site. End quote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chris, and I about today, killed I, like, like, Once after tears. I
2: took a shower and once after <laughs> I made lunch, I laughed again out loud <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, just him hopping on the track with Killer Mike.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Killer Mike. Oh, God. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Nobody, thanks for paying attention to this stuff. Uh, the, the candidates are all really pretty bad, except for a couple moments where they're not... Uh, except for a couple candidates.
2: Uh, Everything's pain. The sky is black. We're, we're raining totally
0: blind. doomed. Um, all will end. The government is probably the worst thing ever. Um, join us on Twitter for our wonderful discourse on there. Um, it's at real underscore election, so don't screw that up. At real, spelled like the word real <laughs> oh God, with no. an A. On Twitter? What is <laughs> this, Sonny? What am I typing election. into my phone? Where is this? What? What? <laughs> Are you typing it into the book face? Uh, we have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. Instagram is at uh, is also at real underscore election, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't, I don't even fucking know. Maybe we should have this written down when you Here try to Dan, I got, I got you. Maybe somebody should have written it down I, for me. I, good, oh, good. Okay. I got you. If
2: you want to get a hold of us on Instagram, it is fox underscore news. Jesus, <laughs> do I have that right? yeah God Rush Limbaugh's a hero.
0: <laughs> Is it I think it's real election twenty twenty Probably We have one picture on there for now. It'll be more. Uh, and you can find us very shortly. We're launching soon at uh, realelection twenty twenty dot com It's a news website. You can get uh, some news feeds of of like the most current events happening. We read articles for for factualness or for accuracy, for good, honest journalism, for stuff to think about. We're going to write some op-eds that, that are going to be some hot takes that you're going to love. Um, so check us out. You can find us at realelection2020.com. We're going to see you next time. Uh, this has been another debate recap, and we're going to do another one another time and other stuff on occasion. All right.